0: This is episode number 191 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett. Here with me is Craig
1: William. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Homeowner Show. We're so glad you could join us for another episode here in the Homeowner Show studios. How you doing, Kev? Oh, man.
0: I am feeling like... Everything is uh, just not in slow-mo. What's the opposite of Super, slow-mo? Super fast mode. The flash mode. The flash mode. Yeah, that's what I feel like. Unless am not right sure a perv. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm. we're... So we've closed on our house. Uh-huh. And that's done. Um, Heard you've been getting lots but, of cool goodies along with that. Yeah, so what, what's really kind of unique, I would say... Is that um, the so the seller is is an older lady and uh, she is is moving in with uh, some family mm-hmm. so she didn't she not need some of the stuff that she has right they would have double things like so they've given us like a washer and a dryer they've given us a riding lawnmower they've given us uh, some like power tools <laughs> they've given us uh, let's see what else oh some 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 pig statues. Pig statues? Pig statues. Are these like in the yard or something? They're in the yard. And uh, what's really the most interesting thing about that is that we found out the other day, so we spent an hour and a half there the other day just meeting her and talking to her and like hanging out with her for a little bit. right? Which is actually really, really great because I wouldn't have wanted to be near uh, the buyer of my house. Um, (laughs) But this lady was phenomenal. She was amazing. And I think we're best friends now. And uh, anyway, but she told us that those that the the pig statues were there from a previous owner, and they've owned this home since '07. <laughs> so, I actually
1: think that's kind of cool. So, um, do they have wings on them? I want to, no, no, not yet. Okay, well, no, because there's like pigs, and there's pigs with wings. Yeah, no, my, my mom collects pigs with wings. Yeah, yeah, they're like all over. They yeah. they've been all over my house since they're I was a, a little kid.
0: Yeah, they're a thing.
1: And Apparently, I was like a nickname for her in college. It was like pig fly was like ah yeah, It was interesting kind of
0: weird. I don't know what it was. I need that's that's valuable information. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what you are going to do with I it don't but. either. <laughs> Not yet. I got to think about it. Uh, but yeah, she gave us a oh she gave us a, a bumper pull table, and Ooh. yeah, bumper pull table with a, like a, a isn't table it like top the on like
1: it. is it like six sided?
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. And so um, it's actually it's actually a lot of fun. But do you know how to play that? I do. Uh, the one of the very first places that I worked had a bumper pull table. Okay, um, it's been a long time. I'll have to refresh myself. But yeah, I I, I do know how to play. Um, but then there's a there's like a tabletop on it, so it'll be a great place for like game night. Ah. So yeah, that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Let's see what else has she given us. But it was on like the time that we spent with her, she was like, here, let me let me take you out and show you the septic and like show you what I do to it. No, oh, here's the well and here's these other things. I want to show you this stuff. And um, <laughs> anyway, pretty, pretty awesome. Very, very cool experience. And um, I don't know. So we we actually take possession a week from today, probably. So, um, oh, and uh, Aaron, uh, our our painter friend from, man, that was a long time ago that we was had a long time him. Ago uh he's gonna he's gonna paint our kitchen cabinets for us and uh we got a guy coming on I, g- I gotta be honest
1: like i know exactly who you're talking about and i have the hardest time pronouncing his last name
0: oh yeah it's Bernazzle, i think is that how you i don't know that's Bernazole? what i go with Bernazel Bernazol, it's one of those Bur- or none of them bernie <laughs> i don't know <laughs> the burns <laughs> the burns um but anyway i'm pretty excited about that we're gonna we're gonna replace the cabinet doors and the drawer fronts with like a shaker style um, so that'd be fun. And, nice. um, we got a guy coming on next week. That's going to wind up doing some built-ins for us actually. who's so, next week. Uh, well, his name is Chuck. Oh, the furniture guy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's coming on next week and, uh, he's going to do some built-ins for us and I don't know who knows what else, but it's been kind of fun. Like my kids, they've been like, we've been jazzing them up a little bit cause the house is configured differently. You know how you like have certain amount of furniture and, this house is set up differently, so we don't need some of the furniture. We actually bought bought a new uh, love sack, sectional.
1: Oh, you, you know what I'm talking you, about? You, you jumped on the train with uh, Jared there. We,
0: well, yeah, yeah, Jared, yeah, our friend Jared who uh, who helped work on this room a little bit. He's been on the uh, show. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, they're amazing. They're really, really cool. So don't they uh, have like
1: their own store?
0: They do. There's one in the Woodlands Mall over here. Okay, um, but LoveSack is a like they've been around for a long, long time. They've done you know big bean bags, but filled with uh, synthetic fill. Um, so anyway, pretty excited about that. We, it's just one of those fun times where you get to kind of reimagine the space that you're going to be in. And we know that we're going to be there for a very long time at this point. So um, we're trying to make some smart changes as we go in. Things that we that we want to. You know keep for a long time so anyway it's fun and we're, we're looking forward to, to kind of getting in and and doing our thing so uh what are you doing next week and <laughs> my, my trailer has a flat oh, <laughs> <dang> it!
1: <laughs> a permanent flat, a permanent flat. <laughs> well I'll tires buy you were a stolen new, i'll buy you a new tire <laughs> so anyway so yeah gonna be moving so <laughs> we'll see what happens so but, what, we got a, We had a cool episode tonight. Yeah. Someone that has been in the studio, but not physically been here. Right. Then we've, we've talked about this person a lot. Yeah. And so we're, <laughs> we're going to tease it a little bit further because before we do that, we need to pay the bills. Oh, uh, we do. All right. I'll go first. Yeah, go.
0: All right. The Tonight's episode, today's episode, wherever you're listening to this. Or um, tomorrow's. Or tomorrow's, whatever. Yeah. Um, is brought to you by Sustained Growth Solutions. So here's the deal. For all you business owners out there who want to grow your business, it's one of those things where you're trying to figure out what's the best method to do that. Well, Sustained Growth Solutions can step in and help you with all kinds of things, including uh, website help, SEO help. Uh, One of the big things that they help with is lead generation, which they do completely different than some of those other companies out there that try to scam you uh, with leads. Uh, they give you 100% exclusive leads uh, for your business to help you grow. So uh, if you want more information, the uh, best way to get them is by sending an email to info at sustainedgrowthsolutions.com and they will be able to help you out.
1: Yeah. yeah. And we all know that a lot of businesses listen to this show and who doesn't want more leads? I mean, and exclusive leads? Come on
0: now. And none, of
1: the, none of this... Uh... What is it? We're not gonna. <laughs>
0: we've done that plenty. <laughs> yeah, but we're,
1: we've dogged on some of those other ones where yeah. like it's it's a you know it's a cockfight to jump in there and grab one of those leads. It is. So yep. Anyway, this episode is also brought to you by Termisave. Termisave is the only residential termite warranty company in the business. And so if you don't want to pay thousands of dollars to get termite treatment done on your home, get it taken care of for just thirty five dollars a month. Get your home protected and free of termites. And if you get termites, treatment's covered. Only cost you thirty five bucks a month rather than seeing those four digit bills come Oof. through that can just be I mean like especially like on a real estate transaction Oh yeah I mean like when like you're trying to sell your house and like an inspector comes through and says Well the whole home needs to be treated Oof. You know well instead of having to pay you know three thousand four thousand five thousand uh, dollars that that system's already in place because you've been paying your thirty five dollar warranty
0: Man that's a that's like a there uh, here's the thing There's not another termite insurance warranty type company out there no this is the only one it's the only one so if you want to be protected uh just like insurance it's it's a warranty it's like insurance whatever like there's no but there's no copay or no not copay deductible Deductible. no deductible yeah there you go so it's easy
1: yeah that's that i mean that's i don't think we've ever mentioned that before but there's no there's no deductible on it that was a big question we had to ask so anyway tease the guest yeah we got deborah and Paul in the yeah, house. That's right. Finally from Paul the plumber. That's right. How you guys doing?
2: We're doing good. You are doing, doing <laughs> she's,
1: good? She she didn't like the microphone, y'all. <laughs> she likes talking. She just didn't like the microphone. <laughs> she's the uh, she's what I would call the voice behind the
0: phone. Yeah. Right? She's yes. the one that answers he, he, the phones and
1: you got you got to just get friendly with that thing like you would your cell phone. Okay. That's right. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, no big deal. T- tell her Paul.
3: Yeah, you just be natural. <laughs> act cool. Act yeah. cool. It's okay. Be cool, so be cool, man.
0: Be cool, man. Well, here's the deal, guys. It has been, it's been way too long because the the crazy thing is, is uh Paul sponsored our show back. He's the first sponsor. Yeah, maybe. the first sponsor but way back when uh helped kind of get us started, which thank you, by the way. Um pretty awesome. Um, but let's do this. One of the things we just kind of kick things off with, with most of the time is tell us a little bit about you and how you got into the plumbing business.
3: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I met Deborah. We, we worked together at our first job when she was 15 and I was 16. Oh, wow. It's a love and story. This yeah. is good. Oh, yeah. I'm intrigued and, uh, already. And, and we were, you know, a couple and things led the, uh, One thing led to another, um, and she got pregnant. Okay. And I knew that during a pregnancy, she she stayed with her mom. I stayed with my parents, and my parents didn't know nothing. Uh, And uh, when the baby was born, Stephen, our oldest one, and about two weeks in, she called me, told me about it. I saw him. hmm. I wanted to be part of his life sure i didn't know if we were gonna be together but i wanted to definitely be his part of his life and one thing led to another five months later we got married nice her mother had to sign for her oh she was underage wow <laughs> <laughs> i had just myself just turned 18. okay and uh, so it's with july 34 years wow coming up so congratulations um, yeah that's, that's awesome, awesome. And that's been the uh the biggest adventure of my life uh <laughs> pl- plumbing ain't got nothing I gotta, right I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> man,
0: we gotta let you see what this she's like oh my goodness did he actually say that wow yeah hey uh craig do you have an extra room tonight <laughs> i mean he might oh you can sleep out here yeah. in the in the studio it's, it'd be fine it's comfy yeah that's
2: right <laughs> i laugh at the word adventure yes <laughs> more of a roller coaster it's
3: more of an an adventure because the last three and a half years we've actually been working together every day yeah it's great in one hand and then the other hand it's like oh lord maybe we should have just stayed working somewhere (laughs) both of us Mm. and it's been tough that's been a tough thing yeah but
1: it's it's tough not to bring work home that's right right i mean because i mean like that's that's what you've been doing all day and so it's it's natural because because you you were on the same topic and so it just it just carries home and it's difficult not to bring it home and and like let it continue to stress you out in in some regards be careful you don't have anywhere to go me (laughs) (laughs)
0: you you got to sleep here no matter what Uh, yeah
2: when we we first started we were working at at the home (laughs) it was kind of hard now we have a shop and uh our daughter made the comment when we first moved she goes great you can separate home from business and i laughed at her because uh when you're self-employed there's no separation
4: Mm -hmm. Mm. you can
2: try but it's all about i i had did an interview with with somebody one day on a on another show and they they asked about how marriage and business go together and i'm like well we have to remind ourselves that the business may be new, but our marriage is not. Mm. And, you know, are we willing to let our marriage go uh, for the business? And if it means that, we'd shut it down in a heartbeat. Yeah. However, <laughs> we're learning how, you know, they say to fight fair. So we, <laughs> we, we've come up many years ago, we came up with uh, we don't argue and we don't fight, we have intense fellowship.
1: Oh,
0: I like it.
2: So, we, uh, we, there are many times that we go to blows, and uh, but it, it, it saves us because he works out in the field.
0: <laughs> he has to leave.
2: <laughs> right. So. It's like,
1: don't
0: you have somewhere to be right now? <laughs> I think you do. In fact, I made your schedule.
1: There,
2: there is a built-in <laughs> cool-off period.
3: That's right.
2: <laughs> but, you know, our customers, I'll be honest with you, our customers is what brings us together.
3: Mm. We One thing we have in common is the service of our customers mm. and what we believe in and how we do and conduct ourselves in front of the customer, how we treat our customers, how we show our vendors respect, mm-hmm. you know, that we agree on. Yeah. I mean, some of the things we don't agree on, it's, it's small pills in comparison right? to, to taking care of our customers. The first thing is customers. Without them you don't have anything. Right. And doesn't matter how good you are at what you do, mm-hmm. you don't have the customers. You can't do nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, your your people, your team, you know, the people that are with us. We we if it means I've got to stay in a truck and be one of those service guys, then that's what I'm 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 ready to do. Right. You know? Because that's where I'm needed right now. I like to work on the business, but right now I, I got to continue to work in the business. Mm-hmm. You know? and some days it's hard. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the old muscles and the skeletal parts, <laughs> they don't work like they used to. <laughs> you know, when you're crawling across attics and, and changing out water heaters and getting on roofs, it's, it's rough work. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah. Jungle gyms don't have anything on attics.
3: Nah. No. Mm-hmm. I.
1: You know, so I, I I actually I have I have kind of an odd question, but I I, th- I think we can get some interesting answers out of you guys, uh, be, because I, I because I do know that like one of the one of the audiences that we that we attract are you know entrepreneurs and business owners because they, they like to hear sort of the stories of you know you know because we're we're catering to the homeowner here like we want to inform them about you know tonight we're talking about plumbing obviously. But like we have a lot of people that you know sort of have that spirit. They want to have their own business, um, and I, I think a lot of times they go into it. And if they have a partner, uh, you know, like a husband or a wife that they can partner up with, it, I think it's natural to think I want to I want to bring that person along with me to do that. And, and so you guys, you guys have had the I, I would say the luxury of being married for would you say 30, 30 years thirty years yeah and, and then in business for three now together. Like, what would you advise, you know, maybe, maybe like a young couple who's thinking about going into business together? Like, how, how could they prepare um, their marriage to survive the business? In in y'all's, in y'all's opinion, I think you should take that. (laughs) (laughs) She'll have some words of wisdom. Well, yeah. No, we want to hear it. Yeah. It's not easy being married for 30 years.
2: It's, no, it's not. However, um, like Paul said, we started young, had our first child when um, 16 and 17. We, then we got, up. I want oh. people to hear you. We had our first child at 16 and 17, and then we got married at 17 and 18. And um, it was, it was tough, but something Paul's always said over the years that he's told other people mm-hmm. he goes, I've married my best friend. Mm. And he's right. When we do stuff, we're the first people we want to tell mm. the first people oh did you hear about this guess what you know and we're texting each other you have to be friends yeah it, it, people may not understand that as you know especially the younger generation i don't know if they get it that when you go into a relationship you have to be friends
4: mm.
2: you, you can't just be a husband and wife Because a husband and wife is, he's my sounding board sometimes. I I come to him and I'm venting because a customer just, just, you know, you just, you walk away and you're on the phone and you're just like, as calm as you can be. But then when you get off the phone, you're just like, but then I, I I come to him and I'm like, and I'm like, I don't need advice. I need you to listen. Uh (laughs) And, uh, and you have to understand the differences between men and women.
4: Yeah.
2: You know, you have to understand each other's love language. Does, um, I like acts of service. Let me start with that. Sure. I, I'm yep. all about that. He likes words of affirmation. Mm. We have to work together with uh, how we work together. It, it, it's no different than your marriage, but when you get your business and you put them together, you have to be each other's friends you have to know that you're also partners in life, but you're business partners. Mm. And so you have to take each other into consideration. So it's it, it's that, um, it is that, it's that just consideration of each other, of, of what each other does. You know, now, well, there are many times I look at him and I'm like, stay in your lane, man, stay in <laughs> your lane. That's true. And,
3: <laughs> but, but I want to add... You are partners. Mm-hmm. I'm not the boss. She's not the boss. We're partners. Yeah, We're in this 50-50. Okay, I, I don't know what she does. I don't think I could handle what she does, mm. how she handles it. When I'm out in the field, mm-hmm. the customers are like, that lady did answer the phone. She is a doll, an angel. I'm so thankful. Where did you find her? I said I found her when I was 16. There you go. And I married her when I turned 18. There you go. Yeah, I think so. one of
0: the things that I'm hearing, and I think I I think this is so true, is is y'all you figured out how to communicate with each other really really well.
2: Oh, sometimes it's not pretty, but yes, well, but, we, yeah. we communicate real because well. Because
0: here's the thing: is like you you know what it is that you need, yes. and you know what it is what you need, and and y'all have talked about that, and so if you if look early on in my marriage i realized that i needed recognition if i did something which is ridiculous right but i needed the recognition that i did it so i mean because i would do something that i i thought would genuinely be thoughtful so i would like come home and i would clean the dishwasher out and i thought that would be very helpful and very kind right and but if I didn't get recognition for it, I would feel like oh she doesn't appreciate me, right? And so I actually wound up having a conversation with my wife early on. I was like, "Look, this is ridiculous. I need you to tell me thank you for cleaning out the dishwasher." <laughs> right? This is stupid. This but this is this is true. I said, "I realize it it's unrealistic because nobody should have to walk into a home and go, "Okay, what did he do this time?" Like, and he needs me mm-hmm. to tell him thank you, but I don't know what it is, right? So, I just told her I was like, "Look, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you when I've done something so that you can say thank you, and it'll be fine. So so it went something like this: Um, hey babe, it was great to see you. How was your day at work? I you know I came home a little bit early. I went ahead and cleaned out the dishwasher, and she'd say thank you I'd say thank you. It's great. Um, no big deal. And <laughs> and that was it. And I was I was happy. But see, it like I know that that sounds crazy. But it was something that I realized I needed. And so here's the deal. I mean, y'all are communicating, whether it's always perfect or not, right? But learning how to communicate with each other, I, I heard, was huge for y'all. So that's good.
2: It is. And so we pass that communication on to our customers. So we, the things that we do is we make sure we talk to them and explain to them. When I say I can be a little wordy, I'm a little wordy. But, um <laughs> If my son hears this, he's gonna be like, Mom. But <laughs> my son is he, he couldn't understand at first. Why when he's when he came into the office, why are you do you spend all this time? But sometimes you have to because when they call you, they call you and ask, Okay, do I get the ones that go, Well, I've got this really little thing. Do y'all take care of something that small? Well, of yeah. course we do. Yeah. Yes, we do. But then they'll ask Um, they'll ask this question and this question and then this question. There are a lot of times they call in and what's happening in their home because they don't understand it. Mm -hmm. It is, it is the most important thing, the biggest thing. It is, it's a tragedy at that moment for them, yeah. And I have learned to understand that for them, this is massive. For me, I can look at them, I can tell them on the phone, it's okay. This Mm -hmm. is what's happening because in three and a half years, we've been married all this time. Paul's been, he's been in plumbing since our youngest was a year old. Okay. Okay. She will be 32 this year. So our, so since she's been a year old, he's been in plumbing. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know much about plumbing until we started our business. (laughs) Cause he would talk and I, my eyes would glaze over. (laughs) I'm so sorry.
3: (laughs) Uh, i would i would also add how good she is with a customer i mean she's on the phone and she'll cry with a customer and some of the things she tells me it's you know it's moving how much a customer Mm trusts. that is so important in our business and our line of work and 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 i think over the last 10 15 years plumbing has turned into more of a sales type business than a skilled trade Mm-hmm. Instead of repairing something, they would rather sell you a brand new system. Mm-hmm. You know, water heaters are real bad, where, you know, six, seven years old, instead of trying to repair it, let's, let's just wipe it out. It. Yeah. And, you know, it, I think in a way that's not good for our trade. Mm-hmm. Back in the old days, before I was even around, That was a long time ago. (laughs) But the plumber could fix anything. Yeah. Now, mind you, today's parts, uh, like faucets and stuff, they're really not worth fixing. Right. The old style with brass stuff in the insides.
1: that actually had metal in there. Metal in there. Yeah.
3: They're worth fixing. But like a water heater, I mean, one valve, one pilot, one thermocouple would fit any heater, universal. Mm. Now it's not like that. Right. Oh. So so it's a little different. You had to find the right valve. You had to find the right pilot. Some of them go on backwards threads. Mm-hmm. You don't want a pilot. So you can't keep a standard parts on your truck anymore.
1: Okay, I got you. So
3: that's that's the thing that's a little tougher now. But we'll get on the phone with the, with the warranty com- the Not the warranty company, but the like ream water heaters. Mm-hmm. Our Bradford White. And we'll sit on the phone with them. If it's under warranty, we're going to get you your parts. They yeah. usually send them right back to you, and then you'll call us back out, and we'll put it in for you and repair it. it do you think? Do you think that's a
1: strategy among some of these uh, manufacturers to make it more difficult for guys like you to be able to repair these things? Because I I, I can imagine like a, a stressed out homeowner going, okay, like yeah, it's under warranty, and yes, they're going to send me the part. The part's going to take five days to get here, but you can put the new water heater in tomorrow. Yeah, you know
3: we, we've got some customers that are like that. And that's okay, but
1: I don't blame the customer. No, no, no. I, it,
3: it, I think you're you're right. It's the manufacturers.
1: I mean, it makes sense for them because
3: they want to produce more, and mm-hmm. you know. And same with the big companies. Big companies, it's about big ticket items. Yeah, and and we want the big ticket item. But we were discussing before the show started. Yep, we'll do these little jobs. Mm-hmm. We'll do the small job. We'll, no, it's not never too small. Well, I think, I think one of the things that that is in
0: probably more so than most industries, maybe, you know, air conditioning in the summer. But plumbing is one of those things that typically whenever you need a plumber, you need them yesterday. Like mm-hmm. uh, something happened and I've got to get it done today. There's water in my house or the bathroom, you know, the, the toilet stopped up or, you know, the sink is clogged or something has catastrophically happened. We actually talked about that before the show too a little bit that there's, you know, ongoing maintenance probably needs to happen. But at the same time, it's like people wait until something breaks and they don't notice it until something breaks a lot of times. And it's like, well, now I got it. I can't use this until it's fixed and they need it now. And so, you know, even if it's a small job, it's still important to the customer, you know, right then. Mm -hmm. So um, I I do remember that. um, Are are y'all still doing the the video chats? Are y'all still doing that? Because I know early on, whenever we were, whenever we, that was okay. kind of like in COVID, that yeah. was during COVID. Okay, so, so y'all we don't were, do that as much anymore. Now,
2: I'll be honest with you, we've done it a few times with with a customer because we can't get to them. Mm. So we will. I will get them to send me pictures. I will get them to send me stuff. And if it's something that, even if it's a toilet that's making some odd noise, I'm like, okay, send me a video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send me a video. Let me let me listen to this. Yeah. And. This is where, this is where I need him at this point where I'll sit him down. And I'm like, okay, we need to take a breath, take a minute. Now let's go through this, 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 and this at this customer do this. And this customer sent me this and they're asking this. Mm-hmm. And so we have to, so that's when we talked about how we can't just always leave it at the office. Right. It comes home sometimes. So I have a home office. I got a phone that rings in my house mm-hmm. and I have to shut the door because at certain times you've got to shut it off. However, um, we do, we'll, we'll go down the list and I'll just tell the customer, okay, please send me this because I can't get to you for the next five days or whatever. And let me see if it's even something we need to come out for.
4: Yeah,
2: And, um, it, there, it just depends on what it is, but because I pick his brain so much, because I want to know so I can communicate with the customer and help them over the phone yeah. and then determine, okay, yes, we do need to come out. This is what we need to do.
3: And we're one of the few companies around this area that will give over the phone estimates, Mm. you know, and we leave, we leave it open, you know, sight unseen. Right. But usually I can, you can tell me the scenario and I can tell you right about a ballpark figure where you're at. Yeah. And sometimes the customer asks me, is that labor and material? Uh, (laughs) That's everything. You know, nothing these days, especially, is, I don't want to say cheap, but nothing is economical. Parts have gone up so much. Yeah. It's been absolutely crazy. Yeah. And of course, gas. I was 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 going to to say, have you run a business? Have
1: you guys had to adjust because of gas? I know we have. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we haven't adjusted, but we're we're working on our prices again. Yeah, it's just crazy.
2: Yeah, it hurts us. It, 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 it you know, I I stress the people we're homeowners too. Yeah, we we understand because see, we may understand plumbing, but we don't understand electrical or mm-hmm. AC or so. I still got to call those trades right. for my own home. Yeah. You got a mm-hmm.
3: locksmith coming out tomorrow. Yes, uh-
2: <laughs> yes, I have a locksmith coming. He's one of our customers. What y'all do? Oh. <laughs>
3: the front door, the the entry with the the keypad. It the door finally door. Died. <laughs> it died. It finally died.
2: It finally died, and wow. we don't have a key to it. There you oh, go. Wow. So I was we got, I got home today, and he's going through the garage, and I looked at him, and he goes, "It finally died. Good <laughs> thing it just died." And I went, <laughs> "What is the timing? I've got them coming tomorrow." Yeah, you uh, know. So yeah, Perfect.
1: can I can I tell you guys a crazy lock story real quick? It, it's not real long, yeah. but like when when my wife and I had our first child we had a small group of people that would come over to our house every Sunday night. And, and one of these times we had it and typically what would happen is we'd come and we'd hang out and then a bunch of us would, you know, pick up and go get a bunch of takeout and then bring it back to our house so that we could all, you know, fellowship and have a good time together. So this particular time, a bunch of us left and my, my first daughter had just been born and my wife was like, I'll just stay here. And I think she was there with like one other friend. And, I should also back this up by saying at one of the guys that was in our group was HPD at the time. And so <laughs> we, uh, were gone for like maybe seven minutes and my wife calls me and she goes, come back to the house right now, come back right now. And I was like, what's going on? She goes, I think somebody's trying to break into the front door. And when we left, we hadn't locked the front door. And I was, so I was freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, you know, somebody could be in the house. And so we get home and, you know, I throw open the front door and my buddy who's HPD, we're going through and we're clearing every room. Like we're looking under the beds for like, you know, something was going on. My wife had gone out the back door with the dog and the baby and had gone over to the neighbor's house because she just heard somebody shuffling around the front door. So we clear the house and we come back out and we're like, what's going on with this door? Like, and we look at it. And when I had stuck my key into it, the lock had literally crumbled. Oh! And what had happened is <laughs> somebody had uh, what do they what do they use? It's like uh, what do you use like when you freeze flowers? Liquid nitrogen. Mm. They had sprayed liquid. Is that what it is? Yeah, liquid nitrogen. They yeah. had sprayed liquid nitrogen into the lock in order to break it. But when they did, they locked themselves out because they thought they were freezing it to unlock the door, to to freeze the lock mechanism. Uh, and when they did, they froze it and locked themselves out. Wow. And so when I got there, I stuck my key and it worked and I unlocked it. But when it did, it just crumbled the lock mechanism. Interesting. It was the craziest thing. So someone was actually there. Like, yeah. Someone had actually been there. Yeah, wow. for sure. That's so, crazy. And I think it was like it was like 2 weeks later my truck got broken into and we there was like a trail of blood down the driveway what cuz he'd like i had a really old pickup truck and he was trying to get my stereo out
0: <laughs> look this this is like the worst robber ever <laughs> because look <laughs> if i'm if if you're dumb enough to rob someone wouldn't you think the first thing you would do is like try the handle first uh, Yeah, like, right. like, turn the knob
1: first well and like <laughs> he he clearly knew like our routine yeah because it was like let's hang out on sunday we leave like around seven to go pick up dinner we're gone for like an hour and a half and then we come back and he was like i got an hour and a half to clean this house out
2: mm. um
1: my wife wow. just happened to be there so
2: wow that's, so. A, that's kind of a scary story but it's amazing too. So
1: it is, but like, you know, have a good lock. <laughs> there
2: you yes.
0: go.
1: You know, <laughs> that's right. You need to have a good locksmith. Good locksmith well, as Smith. Well. Good well, backup <laughs> system for your lock. That's right. Yeah, well, I'll the
2: locksmith let... that I called, he says, okay, we're not going to use this brand. This is the brand <laughs> I, I suggest. This is what I, I would never do this to you. And he went through it with me. And, um, we've done this with them because again, that's how we met. They called us their customers of ours. Yeah. And, uh, and this is how we've we've met, and we've the wife and I have kind of gotten along where we've have a lot of similarities in mm-hmm. our families, and her and I just start laughing about all the similarities, and then so I'm like, you know what, I got to call them. This lock is about to go out, and and I'm not letting anyone touch it. I know what's going to happen. He's a plumber. That's all I have to say. <laughs> and uh, so he called. And he gave me my estimate and I, I get so busy that I forgot. So last night I'm texting and I'm, I'm emailing him back. I'm going, oh my God, I forgot. I'm going to miss my appointment. And uh, so I had a call this morning. I'm like, did y'all get that? I need to know. Am I still on the schedule? And they're like, oh yeah, you're still. Just to come home to find out that the lock died. And I'm like, uh, what timing. Wow. So again, that leads to we're homeowners too. Yeah. So we understand. I don't like surprises. So we don't want to give our customers surprises. So I try to be, give disclaimers over the phone and be honest with them as much as we can be as transparent. That's just the best we can. And you know, I will tell you this, I'm better over the phone. Mm -hmm. I can make you laugh. Mm -hmm. I get in the front in front of people and I freeze up.
1: Uh,
2: He's the opposite.
1: (laughs) Get you on the phone.
2: (laughs) On the phone. I'm just like, don't you ever answer my phones again. Just go away. Don't you ever answer my phones again.
3: That's a true story.
2: <laughs> but he gets in front of somebody and he's just like, I'm like, who is this person? Yeah. Who are you? Uh, but that's, that's kind of how we work together. It, it's um, we've, we've learned a lot about each other since being in business. Mm-hmm. And um, you would think being married, it was almost 31 years. Cause we'll be 34 34th this July, but we'll be going on four years in business by no- in November. Okay, so that's awesome.
0: Well, one of the things, so so you uh, you came out to my house. I don't know, it's probably three years ago at this point. And uh, one of the things I appreciated is we, we we had a couple of issues that were that were going on, and I I didn't know what I needed, but at the same time you took the the time to explain look if you don't do this then this is going to be a problem so one of the things that um that i'm always very cognizant about especially one of the reasons like whenever we're talking uh to our our listeners on this show is i want to help them figure out how do i not get scammed by a tradesperson, like by a contractor how do i not because uh, I don't know what I'm doing like I, all I know is that there's an issue here and, and how do I know that they're not selling me a, a water heater when they could have just replaced the pilot for you know a, a fraction of the price or whatever um, so I, I'm curious for you you've you've done plumbing for a long time I don't know who your previous employer was and what his expectation was of you as far as a, you know sell them this versus sell them that because uh, I know that happens all the time Um what would you say, how do you find a plumber, for example, that, that is going to take care of you and not just
3: sell you something you don't actually need? Let's that's, say that's, uh, that's a tough one because I think in the residential game, I came from the commercial background. Okay, So all our jobs were like customer call, you go out and do it, you go out and do it, T&M, or even if you flat price, you flat price. Mm-hmm. Um we already had a pre-approvals. Uh, the thing I've learned about residential is most of your companies, it's more about sales. Yeah, I, I hate to say that word, and it's I say it like it's a dirty word, and it's not. Mm-hmm. The only thing you have to truly really sell to your customer is yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, we like to take the 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 part as being a trusted advisor to our customers. Our customers are—I mean, I really mean this—they're our friends. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got a lot of friendships with our customers. And I, I treat them better than I treat my own family. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I When I hear the stories of what somebody paid for something, mm. it, it's I don't know what the other company's overhead is. Their prices are going to be higher. They have more overhead. I understand that. But some of the stuff I've heard, it's like, They could have done it like this Mm. and not, you know, had to pay that. Right. You know, tunnel under a house when all you had to do was cap the line off and reroute Mm -hmm. it through a cabinet outside to a clean out or something. Right. You know, um, or reroute a drain or reroute a water line. Some of it's really, really easy. So some of it's just service the line. Mm I mean, two weeks on Conroe, I went out. One of the bigger companies said they need to uh, tunnel under the house and replace cast iron pipe. I went out there and tried to run it from the vent up on the roof. It was too much cable going in, so it wouldn't make the – P-trap was under the slab. I didn't know until it went inside. Mm -hmm. Cut the vent, went through the vent, ran it out, unstopped it. Mm-hmm. for a fraction of she goes they were going to charge me 10 grand she goes Sheesh. i didn't have that kind of money Jeez. and i said let me try because i don't know the skill level of that technician that was there or was he a sales-minded technician mm-hmm. you know trying to yeah. separate money from people's bank account and, and it took me about an hour but i stopped it mm. she was very very happy with us sure yeah. you know. I've done that several times. You know, I, I always try to say, well, let me do it myself. Because she wanted me to just go by the scope of work and go, how much would you charge to do this? Well, wow. I was trying to I was trying to reroute it outside, under a sidewalk, around <laughs> the back to a how to the clean out in the back. Mm. And, you know, let's see the best price I can get you. And I said, you know what? We're going to run this thing. And once we ran it, we got it on stop. Wow, uh, so there's a there's a right way to do it. Taking the high road. Mm-hmm. I always tell my customers I still sleep at night. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, Deborah knows this. We'll lose money before our customers waste money. Mm. And you know, I'm almost to a fault where if it's questionable, mm-hmm. yeah, I could probably charge for that. But let's just take care of it.
1: So in that particular situation, what is it that, and I, I don't want to get into like who that company was, but like, what is it that they were going to do that was going to cost $10,000? It was the routing of
0: the underneath. They were, they were going
3: to tunnel, uh, tunnel underneath. underneath they were just going to bypass the problem, right? Well, no, they were going to fix the problem. They were going to tunnel underneath Uh uh-huh. and make an access hole outside. Tunnel underneath. Right. It's so like underneath that, the foundation. Underneath the foundation to okay. replace that pipe. Okay. Um, when that absolutely has to be done it has to be done
1: yeah um so I, I know you and i talked the other day about that that weird one that i came across where the the supply lines were coming up through the foundation in the middle of that bedroom is is that a situation like where i might need to go in if something were to happen with those pipes you can either redirect them up above or you can go
3: tunnel underneath well, well with that kind of work we, we would have to find out where the lines came from uh-huh. And where they're going to, then put a test on it, find out which one's leaking. Uh-huh. Find out where it goes to, then take it up and over, unless it's like a, a sleeve, uh-huh. like in a island sink. Right. In Wood Forest, I've had to, house is like four years old, I've had to go out there and have it tunneled 15 feet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And... I've had to replace that pipe that was in there. It was four years old. It wasn't going to fix just one line. I fixed both lines because we got it done. We're opened up. As long as you're there, I right. You got to do both. Yeah. It's going to cost you the same amount of money both ways. Trust me, most of the money's in the in the excavation and the back. I would imagine. It's not in the plumbing. It's about a two-hour plumbing job to route that. And I found out what was funny is this comp- customer, <laughs> she was home husband was in louisiana they were about to move she went into the attic followed the two water lines down the exterior of the house and she goes they come in behind this cabinet and i cut under the cabinet they're right there wow <laughs> i said you know more than most plumbers know that's amazing <laughs> for diagnose she diagnosed everything oh wow and then i went under the sink in uh-huh. the island and I could see where the pipe it was a sleeve it's a PVC sleeve that has both lines in it. Yeah. They took regular hard rigid CPVC pipe and forced it down that yeah. and was that, that the one you were telling me about where they cur- they, they cu- curved it? Curved it. Yeah. It's it they make a soft CPVC which okay. would probably have been better in that application. Pex would have been the best. Sure. But use the soft rolled CPVC. I've seen it done before. They used hard pipe and then they put nineties in there. You couldn't hardly make a oh, turn, geez. so it was it was a pain. But the most, the biggest part of the job was excavation. Yeah. Oh.
1: So do do builder? I mean, like you you said that that home was only four years old. Do builders not warranty the plumbing?
3: The the most times on built built homes, it's a one year, one warranty. year, but is that like from completion or from a- completion when they when they when you know. One year from the date, I guess you buy the house. Okay. And, um, and then... That seems... You know, I do... Consist- but that's so... That's that's
1: completely normal. I know it's normal, yeah. but it just... I mean, like,
3: you know... Well, the one thing I can tell you, this is from the state board. If you do it sketchy as a plumber, or a licensed plumber in the state of Texas, and say, I'm retired in 20 years or something, right, and the company's still going and something we did that wasn't like the way it should have been done sure it's a lifetime warranty what it's the plumber's responsibility and obligation to make that job right wow huh that's if it's done wrong or you know in, in certain way That's like you mean if, if
1: somebody comes in and goes well, what the heck
3: was this guy doing
1: yeah. yeah okay i so but like if you do
3: it right yeah you you just give your standard warranty
1: okay that makes more sense yeah. i got you yeah, sure. I
3: think I think um,
0: when it when it comes to what I hear you're you're talking about with uh, with how you deal with your customers and everything, the hard part is a lot of people um, they call a plumber. They go, "Hey, can you get out here in the next hour?" And, well, no, <laughs> sorry. So they hang up and they call someone else. Can you get out here in the next hour? And whoever says yes is who they hire and then they wind up getting these yahoos there who first of all don't know how to do plumbing or if they do they're just going to try to sell you something um or worse this is to me worse they bought a home warranty company uh that they don't have any control over who comes to their house and so they call the home warranty people and say hey i've got a plumbing problem the home Warranty company says, now you're going to have to pay your deductible of $100. Yep. And we're going to send a plumber out. That plumber gets there. And they, like, I actually had a home warranty plumber come to my house one time. And he told me, he said, I just want a it was a, a disposal problem, garbage disposal. And he told me, he said, my boss tell, reminds us every single day, you do not replace garbage disposals. You do not replace garbage disposals. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he was like, We're we are instructed. Do not I was like, you probably shouldn't be telling me this right now. <laughs> like, but he said he said that they just basically Hang on, I didn't hit record on my e- phone. Exa- Say it loud exa- one more time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Cause he was like, he was like, we basic my my boss basically tells us that we're not going to pay for garbage disposal. So any garbage disposal claim that we get through home warranty, we're going to deny it and you're going to have to pay for it. So I was like, okay, so I just paid $100 for a garbage disposal um technician to come out here and I could have paid 150 bucks and got a new garbage disposal from Lowe's or Home Depot, put it in myself. And he's like, "Yep." I'm like, well, now I got to go pay 150 bucks for this garbage <laughs> disposal." I was trying to fit, save $50, but that kind of stuff happens all the time. And so here's here's one of the things that I think is is probably really important is just think ahead a little bit i mean you 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 look at the look at the age of your water heater you know kind of pay attention to weird sounds pay attention to things that aren't draining very well and try to search for someone that's actually going to do a really good job i mean if you live in this area obviously call paul the plumber but if you don't then then take your time and ask a lot of questions you know how do you how do you do this? How do you do that? Right? Yeah. And and how does that kind of thing work? Because, um, if you wind up calling the you know the emergency plumber line, <laughs> it's uh, you're you're gonna get who you're gonna
3: get. You know, that's what I think. No, you're right. You you're gonna get a you're gonna get a guy, and and there's companies that are in business that, from from the evenings, through the weekend and holidays, mm-hmm. that's. of their revenue. Wow. Um, Because they know a lot of times when people call on those days, now there's some customers, they just got to have it done. They don't, they get, you know, the only time they have office on a weekend. Right. They have to, you know, uh, but you, because there's plumbers out there that are ready to take, and and I don't mean it in a bad way towards my trade sure yeah and our business but they want they're going to make more money on the weekend for sure and on a holiday and at night um people are willing to pay more for emergencies and and, and there's 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 a small group of people in in the customers Mm -hmm. they don't even care how much it costs right (laughs) just get here just get here can you be here now? they don't
2: have a choice there are many that just don't have a choice they're it's it's cold out, and their water heater went out. Mm-hmm. So they're bathing their kids, their their little ones, and the, there are times that their whole house is just stopped up.
4: Mm-hmm. You
2: can't. There are times, a lot of people have two and three and four restrooms in their home, and if one is well, we we have others we can use those. But when none of them are working, <laughs> then you have a you have a problem
4: yeah.
2: that you don't have a choice but to get it fixed. So there are times that they, they don't have an option to do this. They can't just go stay at a neighbor's house or go stay at a friend's house. Right. Um, so we we understand that we just have we just we would hope that that our and I don't want to call other plumbing companies our competitors. It is what it is. However, you know, there's enough work out there for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have such a big community. It's such a big area. We're in it. We're not in a tiny little town. So, but I would hope that they would be just as honest and open with their customers and and just look at it. And yes, we will do, we like to do repair before replace. However, if it's safe, it has to be cost-effective for them because if you're going to repair something and you're just going to drop money into it, and we know that from the beginning, we're going to tell you, Look, we can do this now, but this is not a guarantee. This is going to fix the problem. Mm. But I will suggest that if you go this route, it's going to be a little more expensive now, but down the road, this is where you're going to be. Um, and it has to be safe. If we see that it's not going to be safe, we're going to tell you. Yeah. Because your safety is is our priority. I wouldn't want that in my house.
1: Yeah.
2: I don't want it in yours. Mm. And that's that's how we look at things. And... um. And no, I feel like we can all l- learn from each other. We have a—I uh, guess I'm gonna throw that out there. I've got what I call plumbing sisters. <laughs> uh, uh there are companies—one in uh Katy, one out in Missouri City—and uh, we don't go to Katy. You know, go to Missouri City. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a kind of a drive. Yeah. Yes, it is. So well- we partner with them.
1: And I I know that like in, in our, in our industry, like there's, there's a lot of other quote unquote competitors, um, that I'm like you, I don't necessarily look at them as competitors because like, you know, I can drive down the street and like all of us can have plenty of business, you know, looking at, looking at the number of houses around here. I mean, like we were the fastest growing cities two years in a row. There's, there's plenty of work, but one of the things I, I do is especially if someone calls me and says that they've been unhappy with another company. I always ask who's the other company. Not because I want to know who the bad guy is. I want to know if it's a good guy. Because then I I know, oh, you're going to be a problem.
2: (laughs) You know what? We actually had a customer not too long ago that did that with a company that we've actually become pretty close with this owner. Mm -hmm. And kind of gotten to know him. And um, the customer gave us a story and, and kept telling me stuff. So I Told Paul, I said you need to call so and so. And 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 she's like, oh no, please don't do that. I told him, I said because of that, you need to make that phone call. Yep. Yeah. Because something's not right. Yeah. And, and, and sure enough, what came around, we're like, okay, we got both sides of the story. He did
3: everything he was supposed to. Uh huh. And 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 took care of everything he was supposed to take care of. There was no issue on his part. Right. But because she wanted me to go upstairs and look at stuff he did during the freeze. Okay. A year later, basically. And I looked up there and go, no, he did a great, great. I didn't know who it was at the time. Mm. And I finally said, you got to tell me who it is now. (laughs) And then when she did, we're close friends. Yeah. I mean, he refers us work in the area all the time. Yeah. And, um, I waited to, through the weekend, Then I finally called him. And he goes, I'm just glad she got it done, but I said, well, I want to let you know what she told me.
4: Yeah.
3: And he goes, I didn't do that. My guy sat there the whole time. They were there to help do whatever they want, and when the fire department told them to leave, that's when they left. Because
2: mm. <laughs> the, there, were, there were issues on that. And so, yeah, like you said, you, I want to know – And it's not. Uh, There's another plumbing company in the area. When we first started business, we would get the phone calls. Oh, my God. Such and such. They're so expensive. Right. And I would tell them, I would tell the customer, I said, look, they have a lot more vehicles. They have a lot more overhead than we do. We're still a small company. Mm -hmm. However, my goal. Is to be where they it's are. To be there, yeah. <laughs> that's that's my goal. That's that's what I want. I want to be able to see and We're going to be there. And then one day you're going to be calling somebody else saying, God, <laughs> Paul the plumber is so expensive. Well, we're not. We just, we're growing. Yeah. And I said, and that's what's happened to them. And I don't believe, we do not believe in bashing other companies by no, no means.
1: No. So, but, and, I, but I do think it's important for regular homeowners to understand that they don't have a monopoly on reviews. You know what I mean? I mean, like it's not, it's not as if tradespeople don't talk amongst themselves. And so like, if you're going to be a bad actor, like it's, it's eventually going to come out and no one's going to want to work with you. I mean, like no matter how much, how much money's in your bank account, eventually some, some people just aren't worth it. And, and so like, I, I think it's good to know that like, like plumbers talk to other plumbers, electricians talk to other electricians, AC guys talk to AC guys. I mean, like we, we all talk to one another. And, and so like, like we know we and, and those of us that have been around long enough know who the bad actors are and and are pretty good at smelling them out mm-hmm. um and so like if you're having trouble getting service
0: <laughs> it's probably me <Maybe>. not <laughs> it's, it's it's not you it's me type of thing <laughs> <laughs> just the way it goes yeah so,
1: so may take some time to clean your record up yeah that's all i'm saying <laughs> no doubt so well, but but I, I one of the things I know we wanted to talk about with you guys because it's something I'm interested in is the hot water heater situation. I've I've got a bugaboo about hot water heaters up in the attic, but I also want to talk about tankless stuff. So you which 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 direction you guys want to go?
3: You go either way. You want to talk about attic? Which, right, yeah, let's let's, totally let's start too. with the attic one because here's
1: here's why they bug me. I I can I've had several customers who have had to be out of their homes for months on end. Because of exploding hot water heaters in the attic, dumb, 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 dumb. <laughs> and I, I can't, I can't for the life of me figure out why the builders do it this way. Where like, you know, like they have perfectly good like utility areas in like the garage. I don't know if it's like gravity that they're trying to take advantage of to move the water through. I, I don't, I don't understand. But like to me, it's just like it's a ticking time bomb waiting to flood your entire home. And like i'll go up there and there'll be like two or three hot water heaters in an attic Mm -hmm. um and uh, is there any i mean like one like i mean i don't don't know about y'all's home where's the hot water heater in y'all's house above my closet above your closet okay where my shoes are does that make you feel comfortable (laughs) no (laughs) no it does not me me either
2: so <laughs> i tell people my my, my water heater is above my shoes and my purses my clothes can be washed it's above my shoes and my purses <laughs> yeah And i'm not a happy camper about this so <laughs> look,
1: paul is there is there any is there any good reason why they might put them up other than space
3: i think it's space and i was talking to a uh, another plumber that's you know up north mm-hmm. and they have they have uh, basements Right. We don't have basements here. So that's our basement in the attic. Uh Uh, I've heard before from a realtor that I don't know for sure if this is true, but it takes away from the square foot footage in your house Uh for the sale price. So anything that's up in the attic, that's not taking space up in the main part of the house. Right they could charge more for
1: well what about the garage though i mean like a
3: garage i'd love that
1: well i mean like i see like older homes i see them like in the corner of the garage mm-hmm. right yes, that's where my new one is yes, <laughs> yes 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 and like to me it's like okay that makes sense it's easy to access I do not to be up in the attic like it's not going to flood anything if it does it just goes out the driveway right i mean w- would it make a difference if the garage was detached i mean is
3: it just like a no i think like if it goes up two stories through a garage, uh-huh. pick up through the other story, then through the attic, you'd have to have a flue vent on okay. a ga- on a gas water heater. Oh, you're right, natural gas. Flu. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess you could take it out the side of a of a of a garage, right? Um, you we're know, we're actually going to be moving, taking that tank out of our attic above her shoes and clothes because got to preserve I have those small area yeah. of clothes in that <laughs> closet. And, and, Don't listen but, to him. But, <laughs> but we have a tankless we're going to put in the garage. Okay, so uh, we just haven't had time to put it in. So now.
2: I keep getting bumped off the schedule. Oh, yeah. Because again, we've said it: our customers come first. And when I start getting jobs, I'm the one that goes, "Man," and I'm clicking the the schedule and the dispatch screen, going, "Fine, I'll just move my schedule." <laughs> you know, but I will tell y'all. My water heater goes out. I don't care where these people are. People are getting up at three o'clock in the morning and changing water. <laughs> <laughs> so all I pray is that it does not do what I've heard stories from. Some of our customers where mm-hmm. They've somebody's come home with their water heater in their bed.
4: Yep, mm-hmm. yep.
2: So, and but yeah, we're with you when it comes to the attic. We I don't like them in the attic, especially because during the summer it is so stinking hot yeah
1: and no, you guys like and Paul heavy. has to go up there and like be in the attic with that thing
2: yes and and so it just I mean you're up there two minutes and they're drenched yeah so um I try to do try to schedule those the first thing in the morning and during the winter we could do one in the morning one in the afternoon we could do right now now we're starting to get to the place we can't yeah but now we're we are going to do the tankless and we're have it put in the garage so okay
1: well and l- let me ask you this because i i'm 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 looking at the tankless i want to move over to the tankless i'm you uh, know I'm, I'm happy with my my natural gas one right now it's working um but I, you know if i if i need to move on i want to go tankless one of the things that i'm seeing on and it's not all the time and so i'm asking you like what, does this work i'm seeing it on the exterior of the home
3: so what, what's up with that that's a that's a good place for it yeah put it on the exterior home they have a vent a vent termination cap mm-hmm. so no water gets in it uh the only thing that might be a detar- detractor if we have another winter like we had in 2021 there was a lot of parts that were got seized up seized, especially when the power went out oh, okay because they have they have little things in there that keep them warm okay uh but when the power went out and it you know for 12 24 you know some of them were 24 hours without power mhm they had like a twelve week backlog. Oh my goodness! On repair parts, are those
1: that. are those the electric tankless? Those are the
3: gas. The gas. I'm tankless. sure the electric. I don't see a lot of electric mm-hmm. unless it's for one fixture. Okay, I do see them like on a travel trailer, right? or yeah. something in small space. But I don't see them a lot tankless like that'll do three bathrooms. Most of those are gas. Okay. So Um, what how okay, so explain to me then it during the freeze
0: there's something about them that's electric then. Well there's
3: there's electric components in it that run everything else and that'll heat up the stuff in it that has the water in it. Okay. I would imagine
1: like the ignition system on the ignition
3: system, the blower motor, uh the computer board. All the solenoids that are in there mm-hmm. you know that those things have a solenoid valve that you know you got to have so many gallons a minute and if it's going too fast mm-hmm. it has to choke down the pressure so it'll get temperature instead of pressure so the higher you set that temperature on that tankless inside your house that that, that reduces water the pressure, pressure will be yeah. reduced to like a trickle <laughs> i remember going out helping another company out when i first got into business and he goes, man. I've got this guy that owns this in River Oaks that owns this construction company, and we put three of these things in. Mm-hmm. And he said he can pee harder than what's coming out of the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, the first thing I said was, "Okay, what's the temperature set? Well, he wants hot, hot water. Yeah, it's set at one sixty. I said, Oof. that's the problem. Uh huh. It's going to get temperature on that water over pressure. Yeah." So the lower you have that temperature, usually in a house, it's one twenty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Reasonable. Yeah, and it, cause these things go sixteen gallons a minute. Cooking crawfish in your bathtub. So, right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. So, um, let me ask this other question because uh, at one point I was looking at putting a, a tankless water heater in, and uh, the plumber said, "Well, um, a lot of a lot of houses in your neighborhood, it's going to be." Very expensive because they got a half inch pipe coming to them. So are most tankless water heaters requiring a three quarter inch pipe?
3: Tell you the truth, all water heaters are requiring at least three quarter. Pipe. Okay. You and your tank types have because
0: apparently in the neighborhood that I no, it was an old neighborhood. All right, my the house that I had was built in forty five. You, you, you can say
1: who it is. You don't live there anymore. No,
0: no, 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 not that one. <laughs> no, I've I've consistently like increased the. Um, the year of the house that I purchased. Okay. To newer homes. The first. This was the first one I ever bought. It was in Arkansas. Oh, okay. Nineteen forty-five, and it was uh, it was three-quarter inch pipe. But he said he said for whatever reason, a lot of them in that neighborhood were a half inch. Wow. Said so. Um. So that was an issue that apparently you're not running into most of the time. No, not around okay. here. Good. Usually no. Good to know. Yeah, it's good to know. For you, it's really good to know. Yes, because <laughs> you want to put one in. I do now. So okay, so let's talk about tankless. Uh, but so obviously, in my opinion, the one of the biggest reasons to go tankless is you're not storing fifty gallon, forty, fifty gallons of water. Ruined that your you're shoes. having to exactly <laughs> that you're having to continually keep hot. So or what keep, are you keep up in the attic exactly? So what a leak everywhere. That's, that's ridiculous. So be, let, let's say that you don't like for me my. The, the, the new home that i'm that i've purchased the hot water heater is in the garage where it should be um let's say it goes out would it be wise to put in a tankless water heater at all like what are the when, at what points is it a good idea to put in tankless i guess is the question
3: i think it's got to be it's, it's got to be your preference because uh, i used to talk people out of it when I first went into business and my customer finally said no I want a tankless and it's final Ah. (laughs) and so I I I put her tankless in and she had three and a half bathrooms Mm. and and a lot I just want to make sure she was going to have enough hot water everywhere sure and uh I said okay this and it was two tanks up there so it was 100 gallons of water Mm. To now I think it was sixteen gallons a minute, that particular tankless.
1: So she went from two hot water heaters to one tankless. And actually
3: when they when customers do that, I try to give them that option because it's only about nine hundred dollars more oh, okay. for me to put a tankless in than to put two tanks in. Oh wow. So it's not that much difference because that one little tankless can carry that load of that hundred gallons of okay. water or 80 to 100 gallons, whatever you have up there. Um, and I can retro. those. The heaters have come a long way. Before, you had to make sure the gas pipe was three-quarter all the way. You had to make sure everything was sized right. Now, a pipe that lines together in, out, gas goes in. Uh, they do have a drain on them because mm-hmm. they condense. We take those to an approved drain, um, and the P- you know the vents are PVC. The flue vent goes out with an upside-down P-trap through the roof, and then we come usually, as long as the square footage is right in the attic, we draw our fresh air from the attic okay. space. And um, there's one more thing. Oh, they have to have an electrician to run a plug mm. over to there.
1: Is it just a 120?
3: It's just a 120. Yeah. And then we build a wall, like a plywood wall, from Joyce's down the floor. Mm -hmm. And then we put a piece of plywood on there. We hang the heater. We hang the heater and we re-pipe it. And they look pretty sharp. Yeah. You know, I like them. That's why I got one I hadn't put in yet. Yeah. (laughs) I've just tired of, you know, 50 gallons in eight years now. Yeah. And. One shower, basically, okay. is what we go through on a on a tank, right. And, you know, and takes so long to recover. And that's yeah. probably because of the sediment. Another thing with tankless, consider some kind of descaler, you know, uh, for hardness of water. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like the Navian is the one we recommend. It's just to me it for it was made for this region okay um they got a stainless steel heat exchanger and you got a 15 year warranty on that thing oh wow okay. and if they know you have protecting the water or treating the water before it goes in there mm-hmm. then they'll have, honor it they'll it, honor that and But understand
2: have, that's what he's about to say and that's why i wanted to say this i have to jump in we we like to inform our customers take care of it because you're putting a computer in your in your house to take care of your water, mm-hmm. and it needs to be maintained. So you need to service it. You can get away with it with the tank type, but not with the tankless. You must service it. You must have it have it um, flushed. Mm. You must have it just run through. Take care of it. But also, as he was saying about descaler, Nav- Navion provides one that you can purchase, or if you have a water softener in your home. okay, Make sure... That it's taking care of the water so, before it gets to that. Because there is a thing for Navian. We've read it, we looked for it. It will not warranty.
3: After after a skill of 11 parts mm. per million, mm-hmm. they'll void the warranty. Oh. So we always do a free water test if someone wants a tankless. Mm-hmm. And most of them, it's not crazy high. Uh, some well water might be 12, 15, uh, but we've got a, a little small unit that we could put in before to go in. Like a filter of some like sort. Like a filtration, yeah. but you got to change it every year. Okay. Um,
1: so the, the maintenance on the Navy, is is that something that you guys have to we, do? Is that something they can do on their own?
3: Well, here's what I tell people. Do it the first year. Mm-hmm. Do it in 12 months. Um, I've been told by the local rep If you do it and you see the, you see what's in there, if it's not cloudy and it looks clean Mm -hmm. then go every 18 months. Okay. Okay. You can spread them out. Uh, The very first one, she didn't have real hard water. She had a six. So we didn't recommend putting any kind of filtration or anything in, but I went there the first year. 12 months on the dot in November ran it clean mm-hmm. told her let's wait two years mm. and this November will be two years okay so I'll go back there um and I show the homeowner I'll say hey come up here if you want me to show you you invest a hundred dollars in a pump and a bucket get a lid for the bucket and, and some washing machine hoses mm-hmm. and I'll show you how to do this and there's all kinds of stuff on YouTube, yeah. They show you this stuff, and it's very, very easy. and And instead of buying a solution, just buy just just regular vinegar. Mm. Put three gallons of vinegar in there. Let it rip for about forty five minutes to cycle through there.
1: You're just recirculating that vinegar. Recircle
3: it through there, and then if it looks like a like you know you ever see copper pennies in a in a, a thing of water, and it turns mm-hmm. kind of green and cloudy, mm-hmm. if it's like that stay on top of it every year. Mm. If it's not pretty clean, not real cloudy, you can go two years. Wow. Sounds Off. like cleaning the coffee pot.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've I've seen some people's carings. <laughs> <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> That's rough water. Just buy a new one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get rid of that. Thing. For so many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Okay, well... Um, I got one more question. Yeah. Um, So, let's talk about garbage disposals for a second. (laughs) Okay. Um, How much? I'm I'm just curious. How much do you hate garbage disposals?
3: I will tell you this about disposals. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They were it's a it's a commercial invention, like for restaurants. Mm -hmm. I'll replace them. I'll I'll do whatever I have to, but I, I always tell people, I know when people have cleaned their refrigerator out, yeah, okay. or had a big like after Christmas meal or something where Christmas, where they threw everything away. The commercial units are much bigger mm-hmm. in, a, in a restaurant and the pipe that it's going into is bigger is much bigger. Yeah, right. The one for a house that line when it gets in the wand down. That's a two inch line, right? And it usually nineties and the nineties again. It's designed for a home, uh-huh. but I think it, all it's good for is to keep me in business. Yeah, <laughs> keep a, keep a in business, to be honest to be quite frank about it. Well, so uh,
1: just just for everyone's own personal edification, I don't I don't have one, but like I, I used to. What shouldn't people be putting down the garbage disposal? That's that's. But like, in one sense, you're like, no, please put this down there because I'm gonna have to come out and clean. (laughs) No, 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 no. I've I've,
3: any kind of peels, peels like potato peels, peels, egg peels, carrot peels. Uh, I've seen onions like husk the you know thing. Oh, like onion skins. Okay. Um, I've seen banana peels. Oh my goodness. I what? Yep, banana peels. The worst I've ever seen was in Wood Forest. I think it was uh, right after Christmas one year. The first year we were in business. And there's a lovely couple, retired couple in there. I love them to death. They're they're really good. Uh-huh. They moved back to Dallas. Great customers. The, hus- <laughs> the, husband, the husband got a master class oh. thing from a chef, a, re- uh-huh. a real world-renowned chef. Now, when I got there, the wife had to leave. She was gone. She, I, We talked to her, and she said, I just had to leave and when i went inside the house it smelled wonderful in there <laughs> but in the sink it was a big farm sink uh-huh. giant and it was on an island uh-huh okay so i wish i'd have took pictures he had onion stuff and he had the costco 36 eggs uh-huh two packages of, of empty and all the eggshells were in that drain and that he tried to run them down when I opened it all up I had to remove I had to take all the water out drop the disposal when I dropped the disposal there was the whole pipe was full of (laughs) eggshells oh my goodness pulverized Uh eggshells and I tried to run my cable and it wouldn't go through I had to go get a little mini vacuum out of my van put it in there and suck those things out and finally was able to get my cable to go through And then when, like, like I said, he was like right beside it with, with, with food and he would throw stuff in there and it would splash on his food. He goes, do you want something to eat? No, I'm I'm good. good. I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. And, and I looked at the kitchen. He was, oh, no, I know why she left at that moment. Wonderful kitchen equipment in that house. Uh We're talking this house is like $2 million. Right. And she. Her kitchen was torn <laughs> up. He, <laughs> was he ruined her kitchen. Yeah, and she, she had told me later. You. The next time I went out there for something, she goes, "You got to understand that why I couldn't be there." I said, "I know, Miss Becky, Mister Don. He, he destroyed the <laughs> Call <him> kitchen. <laughs> Called him out. <laughs> she goes, she goes. I wish I was this close to just getting rid of that equipment and buying new equipment. Oh my goodness, yeah." yeah. Well, I I, I actually
1: remember one time my my dad accidentally wasn't on purpose uh, dumped some cooked rice down a commercial uh, disposal, and and then tried to run the disposal, and it was just a big old mess.
3: Yeah, had that same problem in a golden corral in humble Texas about (laughs) twelve years ago, where somebody did that. Must have took a whole bag of it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I I had a
2: customer call, and she goes, well. I was cleaning out the refrigerator, first key <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so taking a deep breath and waiting for the rest. And she goes, well, I had, we had made four boxes of macaroni salad. Oh. <laughs> and apparently nobody ate, so she was dumping it down. Oh. And she goes, and so now, and I'm like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So, nowhere. Just new. Yeah, just, just new. it was not. Yes. It's not going nowhere.
0: Yeah. So, so here's here's what we wound up doing because we I told you about the the we had an issue. It wasn't anything too too major, but um, they weren't gonna warranty the garbage disposal, and so um, what we did is we just we just put trainers on our you know in in each side of the sink and you know we dump everything we can into the trash can everything and if something gets down just because it, you know you're you're rinsing off a, a dish or something then we'll run the disposal for something like that but it's very rare and it and the strainer catches almost everything so um i would i would encourage a lot of people to do that what's going to be really interesting is this is this new house we bought it's the first time we've ever been on a septic and um it currently doesn't have a disposal which is great fine with that except that i mean i've got kids and i know that they're gonna throw something into the into the sink and inevitably something's gonna go down the sink and so um i'm probably gonna put one in just to make sure that we're, you know, we're safe as far as that goes. But um, I have been told that there are septic specific disposals that are like twice as heavy duty. That, that's like right.
3: That. They also have a solution that is, every time it's used, it's administered into the system. Oh, okay. So I don't know if it's en- enzymatic. I know it's not no acid, but it's some kind of enzyme maybe. Okay. Um, it's cartridge. Hmm. It mounts on the disposal. Interesting. Yeah, so you. you so may, I need to get a specific one. It's a specific a specific one.
0: Okay. Well, I'll. I'll we'll talk later. But <laughs> it's it's. I mean, for us, it's not because we we use it all the time because, um, we we heard the horror stories. You know, we don't want to be that that person. The The problem with the uh, with the disposal that we had is uh, one of our kids, uh, one of the straws out of their sippy cup. Had gotten stuck down in there, and uh, we couldn't get it dislodged, and it was down in the disposal, and it it wouldn't it wouldn't come out, and so we wound up having to replace the disposal, which is fine. It's not that big of a deal, but um, just put a strainer and throw your stuff away. Come on now, <laughs> banana yeah. peels? Really? That's <laughs> that's that, that seems bizarre to <laughs> that's, me. <laughs> that's ridiculous. We've had
2: somebody lose their ring in it, and uh Found a stone wedged in it. Oh. Ooh. So it's... We
3: got the stone out and it was working after I... <laughs> and it wasn't that big of a stone. Did you get Ugh. to keep it though? No. <laughs> well, that was the first problem. He didn't get her
0: a big enough stone. <laughs> Lesson learned. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we're we're bumping up here on an hour and a half already. Yeah. So we probably need to... Uh, to, to move to the to the most important segment, right? Absolutely. And let's go ahead and do it because it's time for the final four. The final four. That's right, the final four questions. We ask each and every one of our guests, so are you all ready? Are you prepared? I'm ready. You knew this I was coming? I may not be prepared, but okay. oh, I didn't know what was coming. Oh, you didn't? <laughs> okay. Well, we're going to ask both of you. You both get to answer separately. So uh, we'll just start uh, ladies first, right? So we're yes, let, we'll let her go first. All right, so <laughs> here's here's the very first question, right? What's the must-have tool you won't leave your house without?
2: My phone.
0: Your phone, <laughs> yep. That is the number one answer. It is, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Definitely, all right. Paul, what about you? Uh,
3: what would I must-have? I'd have to say my phone, too. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's how I,
0: business is done. That's it. I mean, it's by far, it's not even close, the number of people that answer with a phone. I mean, it's not even close. In a
1: far distant second, I think, is pocket knife.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Way, way far distant. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next question. What's a job you walked away from? So, preface it. We always have to preface it. People yep. that listen to this all the time are like, oh, here we go. Um, so... We, we really think of this in like a job at your house that, you know, a project at your house that happened that you were trying to fix. Something went wrong and you had to call the, you know, the professional in. What's a job you walked away from? However, it could also be a career or a job specifically. Uh, so we're just going to leave it up to you. We're going to ask the question, what's a job you walked away from?
2: think because uh yeah if we're putting something together at home we either get it done or it goes in the trash because we're done (laughs) Um,
0: they finish everything greg <laughs> I, uh, they finish everything. No, nope, no. Nope. We we usually
3: pay someone to finish it.
0: <laughs> that's mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what we're talking about I'll here. Pay like, somebody to come yeah. start it. Yeah, no. even we don't Let's even, do even bother to start.
2: Um I I don't know I don't think I can think of anything off the top of my head. I mean, aside from being in business, there are some jobs that you have to learn to walk away from yeah. on that in that on that perspective. Now, us, I, I can't say um, if there's anything that we've ever walked away from.
3: I can say one thing. We moved into our shop in August of, of last year. I was trying to take her desk apart in her home office. Mm. Okay. And I'm like, nah, no, we're not going to do this. <laughs> and then we went down and bought a desk for the shop. <laughs> Good.
0: Good. Probably that probably right there saved your marriage. It probably did. It probably was the thing. Yes. <laughs>
1: Congratulations on yes. one of your better decisions in life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you like the new
3: desk,
2: right? I love the desk. However, it's so big that it takes up so much space in the office, and our office is so By tiny. Half the
3: size of this this area.
2: Oh,
1: okay.
3: Wow. If, and that may be big.
1: Yeah.
2: Our yeah the office space that we only got it because of the warehouse space. Uh.
1: You know, okay. office space is so tiny. You know, you know what's funny is like a lot of times when people who have never been here before, like we'll, we'll bring them into like the, the outer room and they'll like, they think that that's where the podcast happens. And so they're, they're just kind of like trying to like find a seat and looking around and they're like, no, no, you gotta, yeah. Come through and then they come through like, oh. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> All right, next question. How do you wind down at the end of a long day?
2: Um, usually just sit and watch TV, get in our recliner and, you know, um, usually I like to have a drink or two, but right now I'm on a diet, so I'm trying to be good. Yes, I am. (laughs) Yes, I am. I I promise I'm trying. So
1: what, what shows got your attention these days? Um, you have a go-to?
2: So... If there's nothing else to watch, we will rewatch Leverage. Oh, Leverage, I like okay. That one. And, yeah, uh, that's a good one. And Burn Notice. Those are the shows oh, that we okay. will rewatch. If there's just nothing else to watch, we've seen the episodes multiple times. Right. But we love them. Yeah. So. Good stuff.
1: Leverage is
0: good. <laughs> it's one of my all time favorites.
3: All right, Paul. Yes. Sometimes what we do is we've had such a hectic day for us to wind down to get home. We may not say nothing to each other for three hours mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just sit right next to each other, watch something, do something, and just take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Try to cry a little bit, I guess. <laughs> they <there> are people <laughs> after my own heart. That's what my
0: wife and I do. We just sit and we'll watch a show or two just to kind of...
3: I can
1: imagine your wife cries a lot. Yeah. <laughs> That's mostly my fault.
2: We've told people yeah. before that. <laughs> There are times we don't, we don't, we just don't want to talk to people. We don't want to talk to each other. Yeah. So we look straight ahead at the TV Mm -hmm. and pretty much we, it just, if we're eating in front of the TV, we'll hand each other a napkin or something. And I mean, just (laughs) we're done. (laughs) So
0: that's good. That's good. All right. Well, last question. Y'all are in the homestretch here. What's one of the best pieces of wisdom or advice you've ever received?
2: Been given a lot. Not taken a lot, but given a lot.
1: <laughs> that, could, that could be it right there. Take good advice. There you
2: go. <laughs> yeah, sometimes you don't know it's good advice. That's yeah, true. Until you're older and you're like, man, now I know what they meant. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I, I guess I'm put on the spot. I, I, when I leave here, I'll go... That was it. That was it. That was the thought. You know. Um, All right. Well,
3: let's do this. Paul, what's yours? We'll come back to you. Well, if- there's a lot of things. It, it, the best wisdom that I think I've ever got is try to stay into a, some sort of a lifelong learning type process in your mm-hmm. life yeah. to develop better skills and, 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 you know, personal skills, um, uh, trying to become a better person, um, Cause this is me. Ten years ago, right? Who I am today? Who I've been in the last four years or mm-hmm. three, three and a half years? That's not me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know some of the things people tell me, like I can't believe mm-hmm. you were quiet and timid and you would rather not talk and stay in a corner when we went somewhere by myself. Mm. You know, um people find that hard to believe today. Yeah. It's like, you wouldn't like that, but I, I've been reading books for what, about 16 years. Different separate types of books, you know, um, had a mentor about 16, 18 years ago that kind of introduced me into it. And I mean, I'm in my mid thirties. So it's like, you ain't going to teach an old dog new tricks, mm-hmm. but literally changed my life for the better mm. so well you know good yeah. lifelong learning who who was that a uh, gentleman named raymond brown okay um him and his wife yolanda brown very important people in our lives. they're like like, Spirit, our par- our like spiritual parents, parents. Mm. very very wonderful beautiful people we love them very much it's just, it's just still around Oh, they're both around. Yeah, they live in Sugarland. Awesome. They're the only people I go to Sugarland for. Okay, that's <laughs> it. <said>. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Sorry, that's too long of a drive, but they they warrant that drive. So yeah. there you go. Um, All yeah. right, your turn. You know, um, you know, I try to think of the things that my mom would tell me growing up. You know, just one: well, you don't judge a book by its cover,
4: mm-hmm.
2: and you know. Mom would always tell me so many things and and as I go through my life, I went, oh yeah, she said that mm-hmm. <laughs> and um it, it's I feel like i'm I'm lost, but I do know that you have to have a positive attitude, mm-hmm. you change your mindset, and um I will tell you this, I guess because i've you know we walk through our life and we learn things from the things we do but I wish I would have come to know Jesus first a uh, long time ago before we did mm-hmm. because um, everyone has a different faith and a different walk in life. And I, and I respect, I respect that. But for us, a lot of our reason that we're still here is because of Jesus.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So amen. that's amen that. probably one of the things I wished we would have done sooner and introduced to our family sooner. But we did what we did and you know no know god has a plan so we're gonna we're gonna walk with it the best we can
0: there you go it's awesome i love it well we got one final question sorry it's okay can you count yes yeah. that was four and it was called the final four but craig has to get his question in that's every right. single time no i get one he gets one
1: so go ahead craig the final four and then the craig one that's right <laughs> All right, if people, if people want to get a hold of Paul the Plumber, how do they do it?
2: <laughs> best way to do it, uh, you can... Um, See, so I you know I was going to get that question, and I didn't bring that other number. But let me start with, call our office, 832-521-3252. That's the best way. You can also reach us on our website. There's there's a section This says contact us, and you mm-hmm. can send us a message. We have a... Uh, um, you can... Um, it goes to our operations email. So multiple people watch that. So not just one. So that's the best way. Go to our website, uh, paultheplumberllc.com. Send us a message. If you need to email us, go to operations at com. Okay. So those are the best ways to reach because not, um, multiple people keep up, not Monitor just one. That. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. Great. So, Fantastic.
0: Well, thank you guys. It's uh, it's, man, it's been really, really good. Thank you. It's been, uh, it's been fantastic having you guys in here. So it's been too long. Well, that that's dumb. We should have had you on earlier. But. Well, keep trying. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. We're all busy, but thank you for, uh, for being here, and thank you for the listeners and the viewers out there for downloading today's episode. We appreciate it. Go ahead and like us. Share us, do all the things. We appreciate you very, very much. And until next time, we'll see you later. See ya.